Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from FantasyFootballScout.co.uk. My name is David and today I am joined once again uh, by Aaron to discuss another round of UCL Fantasy. That's right. The international break is completely over now because not only have we got Premier League back on our screens on Tuesday we are going to have the return of the Champions League which brings of course the fantasy game along with it which we also cover here at Fantasy Football Scout and Aaron is in the house it's going to help us pick the best players for match day three how you doing Aaron have you enjoyed the international break um, or was it a bit of a drag <laughs> a bit of a drag to be honest so a bit of background my family is all Irish so uh, my kind of allegiance to international football is with the Republic of Ireland. We're not very good at the moment. And so it's a uh, yeah, it's it's nice to support a team that loses every once in a while. You see like Newcastle don't anymore. <laughs> Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Your club team's doing very well, but your nation not so much. And I'm gonna imagine that uh, the, the the rugby also was not particularly enjoyable for people from your part of the world, as it also was not enjoyable from people who are from England as well. We, we both know what it feels like um, to lose in heart-wrenching fashion as well. So the international break really just brought all sorts of negative emotions, regardless of the sport, to be honest, right? Yeah, it was a dark time. Thank you for bringing it back up. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to deal with uh, the the exit from the Rugby World Cup in in the best way I know how, which is to confront it head on. Um, I've, I've realised that you know maybe not everybody takes the same approach. So with that, let's move swiftly away from the Rugby World Cup and get back to what what everyone watching this video really wants to hear about, which is of course uh, UCL fantasy. Now, before we go any further, uh, of course, um, th- this isn't the only piece of UCL fantasy content that we have on Fantasy Football Scout. We also have the UCL fantasy pod, which you can uh, get access to on whichever of the podcast platforms it is that you uh, subscribe to fantasy football community on uh, and of course you can get um, even more detail than we have here this video is obviously on our main channels just the normal fantasy football 
Football Scout stuff. So we try and keep this as light as possible. Um, perhaps maybe uh, for those of you who are new to the game. Um, and if you want even more detail, then don't worry, we've got that uh, option as well. So go and follow uh, UCL Fantasy Podcast on, on X at Fantasy UCL Pod. And of course, subscribe to that pod on whichever of the podcast platforms it is that you uh, use. Now, it will probably feel like ages ago now, Aaron, but um, there was match day two. Uh, I think a couple of weeks ago now. So I thought we'd start off with um, how you got on uh, in that particular game. There was lots of talk around which chips to use um, or whether or not to use a chip, for example. So um, where did you end up settling uh, in that and how did the game week go? So I ended up, uh, I think the key word is surviving because I feel like I was one of the few people who didn't play their limitless chip and it worked. Uh, I ended up getting similar scores to people and... I had a slight red arrow, which was expected just with everyone playing their limitless, having a lot more, well, having no budget restraints. So I was able to have 50 points, uh, but it was a pretty poor game week, kind of all the people that we were expecting to have big performances didn't. A couple of surprise losses, obviously Man United and Arsenal come to mind for a lot of our audience. And uh, yeah, some not frustrating performances and so it was a, a good thing that I've came through without wasting the chip um, and people can spin that how they want some people they say I'm glad I'm rid of the limitless it's a bit of a cursed chip the fact that there's no budget restraints makes it harder to choose a team but uh, I don't know when I'm going to play that yet but I think it's good having that in reserve and I think all I need to do is make up like 15 points um more than other people to have the chip pay off um, holding it. If I don't make that time, then maybe the limitless was better in match day two. But still having both chips at this stage while everyone else has used their limitless and now forced to use their wild card, I think I'm in a, a strong position. Yeah, so of course that is the caveat that comes with the limitless chip is you really do have to use your wild card in um, match day three because your match day one team is probably quite far away from what is optimal for match day uh, three. So 50 points it was for match day two. Um, how did that compare to uh, everybody else? It sounds like for the most part, there was enough disappointing performances that probably didn't leave you um, lingering too far back. And yeah, a bit of treading water, perhaps ready to kick on is where you're probably feeling. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that the transfers that I did use, I took out the people who actually got returns. So I took out Cancelo um, and the Barcelona defence kept a clean sheet. So out of the two transfers that I did make, which was Gerson's, who got a goal disallowed, so that could have paid off, but it didn't. Um, and Arsenal just having a, an absolute shocker. Um, Cancelo got more points than both of them combined. So yeah, that that's kind of frustrating, but loads of people who were limitless were able to still have Barcelona defence. So I think the average score, kind of from what I'm seeing, is round about 52, 53 uh, the people that have passed me in like all my mini leagues seem to have about 60 points, so it's not massively ahead of me. Uh, and that can be easily made up when hopefully I play my limitless later on. Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's very similar to the wildcard discussion in FPL at the moment, where if you've still got hold of it and you manage to just about keep track with those who've already played it, then you may end up actually in a, in a stronger position. So, yeah, I mean, a couple of uh, key guys um, still delivering points where I mean, Bellingham getting 14 points is kind of like Haaland getting eight points in FPL at this point. Everybody's got him. Um, uh, the, the Haaland captaincy blank, I'm going to imagine, was um, a bit frustrating, though. Expecting yeah, Harry Kane, 
yeah, Harry Kane and Haaland blanking, and even if people pick Sane, they blanked as well. Uh, yeah, just not great from captaincy shouts. I think a lot of people who did well in the end, including Dan, who I do my podcast with, he and who's also on the uh, Fantasy Football Scout, uh, he's on the Champions League podcast there. He ended up going without Haaland, a uh, massive risk, but ended up as a result captain in a Barcelona defender. So I think a few people who did punt on their captain, either captain in Bellingham or captain in, say, a Barcelona defender, ended up doing really well. Mm, yeah, it's nice to see uh, differential captains come off. As we always say, if you're still new to this game this year, you're probably finding the fact that you can kind of be a bit more risky with some of your substitutions and your captaincies is is certainly quite fun. Uh, although I'm probably saying it to the wrong person, uh, bearing in mind the Harland <laughs> captaincy. <laughs> uh, but certainly knowing that the opportunity is there is is, al- is always part of uh, the appeal of this uh, game. And of course, um, you have your Tuesday games, you have your Wednesday games, uh, and there's different uh, ways that you can sort of uh, game that by giving those Tuesday players a first chance and use your Wednesday players to come and rescue you. So with that in mind, let's move on to the fixtures for match day three and uh, have a look at uh, some of the ones that you've kind of got your eye on as potential opportunities for people to capitalize so we'll start with Tuesday so we've got Galatasaray hosting Bayern Munich we've got Inter Milan versus Salzburg Man United at home against Copenhagen Sevilla against Arsenal Lons against PSV Braga against Real Madrid Union Berlin against Napoli and Benfica against Real Sociedad so as ever with the Champions League it's a case of trying to find the biggest gap between the best opponent and the worst opponent in a particular game. And it quite often comes when you've got a top seed against a not-so-top seed. Um, so, yeah, are there any uh, of those particular matchups that stand out on Tuesday night? I think the two early fixtures, Galatasaray versus Bayern Munich and Inter Salzburg, we get to see the lineups before uh, the deadline. So just a reminder for people in case they need it that the deadline is right at kickoff, so quarter is six UK time. I think that we'll be able to see which Bayern Munich attackers are starting. I potentially wouldn't go the defenders, but that may change based on the Akadi injury that happened over the weekend. And then Inter Salzburg, I think a lot of people with Inter at home are going to pile in on their defence. I think they do have the best goalkeeper for the second day, Sommer. So if you don't have him yet, um, I'd probably change them, so apologies. Uh, but I think even... But I think a good strategy that's worked out in the past is going really, really differential and attacking on the first day. So I think a lot of people will captain Harry Kane, especially based on his, his goals on the weekend, or Leroy Sane. But there's a lot of kind of high risk, high reward um, for inter wingbacks, DeMarco and Dumfries. Dumfries didn't start on the weekend but he came off the bench and got an assist. Uh, we know what a tank uh, and what an unbelievable asset he is for those that have played Euro Fantasy. And at 5.5, that could be a very differential captain. So you could go safe with Harry Kane or could go Dumfries. But in terms of the other fixtures, uh, Braga, they're quite high, they're deceivingly high scoring in the Portuguese league. So Real Madrid defenders, um, might not be the best pick there, but that's definitely a fixture for, for example, Bellingham and the discussion on whether we bring back Vinicius Jr., who is the highest scoring player last season. He obviously, he played match day two to a surprise for all of us and ended up scoring. So, again, 
his value is kind of diminished now, though, because he is listed as a forward instead of a midfielder. But then, obviously, with Man United uh, at home to Copenhagen, uh, I do think that potentially Hoyland is a good shout for there as well. Nice. Yes, definitely some fixtures uh, to target. And of course, you mentioned um, Kane and DeMarco as possible captaincy or De Vries or something. Um, is Bellingham in the conversation for the captaincy as well? I mean, to what extent is effective ownership sort of forcing the hand here? Um, you know, so for those who don't necessarily understand the expression or haven't heard it before, you know, in FPL, if you've got someone who everyone is captaining, their effective ownership tends to double in your rank bracket because effectively most people in your bracket have him twice because he's getting double points and so to what extent is is, is is that impacting UCL in the same way that Haaland has in the last year impacted FPL um, you know is it creating that fear um, just because of how widely owned he is and how well he's doing with yeah with Bellingham I'm not sure what his ownership is at the moment uh, clearly it's 78% but that won't take into account people who have him on limitless if anybody has limitless uh, this match day I think with Bellingham as well, the biggest risk is that people will then, if it doesn't pay off, will switch captains to one of the Man City players the next day. Um, and so it's essentially a battle of Bellingham versus a match day two captain. So is it or like is it better for you to captain um for example someone who has a home fixture on the Wednesday? Uh, who's potentially a, a a good shout, which we'll touch on later, or but but to answer your question, basically it's Bellingham versus a match day two captain. My, uh, the Tuesday fixture, I think, help to kind of go a little bit of a risk. You can really go differential and try and just obviously maximize the points, but try and go against the grain a little bit, knowing that on the second day you can kind of go with the crowd. That's kind of the strategy that I use. Uh, who's the most differential captain on the first day and then I'll just go with the crowd on the second because it hasn't paid off. I see, yeah. So basically if Real Madrid were playing on Wednesday, then it might actually create more of a fear factor around that captaincy, but as it's a Tuesday game, less so. Okay, yeah. The, um, thank you for enlightening me. As I always say on these, um, I'm not, I've, I've not actually played UCL Fantasy before. I played the Euro games and I played the World Cup games, so I know how the structure works, but the very specifics of the players. We leave that up to Aaron and that's why we have him here. Um, so, um, yeah, thank you very much for answering that question. Um, but let's move on to those Wednesday, all-important Wednesday fixtures then, um, where, you know, we're going to find some hopefully more reliable assets or safe options to bail us out if something goes wrong on Tuesday. So, Feyenoord are hosting Lazio. Barcelona hosts Shakhtar Donetsk. Celtic are hosting Atletico Madrid. AC Milan go to PSG, two teams that have... Uh, who really understand how Newcastle play now. And of course, the Magpies are hosting Dortmund, um, currently top of the group, incredible stuff. Uh, Leipzig against Red Star Belgrade, Young Boys hosting Man City and FC Porto travel to Antwerp. So um, yeah, some big games here. Um, I, you probably die to talk about Newcastle versus Dortmund, uh, but let's, let's segue this slightly more um, <laughs> seamlessly and continue to just talk about the captaincy options who could be uh, the fullback if you're riskier pick on Tuesday doesn't quite work. My guess is eyes are probably on Man City and maybe Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona. The only issue with Barcelona is we we will know the the lineups before we have to lock in our substitutions and captain changes, but we won't know the full extent. There's a few injuries. Lewandowski's injured, for example. 
uh, and a couple of other starters and in their defense. So the risk for them goes up quite a bit. Uh, Shakhtar, they are a regular Champions League team. So it's not like the whipping boys or anything like that. They do normally perform like they beat Real Madrid uh, in Madrid a few years ago. So they are, I don't think they're a team that we can potentially maximize for captain, but Cancelo is obviously a shout for those that want to maximize the two different avenues for points. Um, in terms of captaincy, obviously Man City, um, I think the biggest debate for Man City is there's a lot of more players fit now. So we've got Bernardo Silva, Grealish, all that forward in, and we don't know who's going to be the starting players. So late Wednesday is a bit of a nightmare. Um, it'll be better when they're the Tuesday fixtures in match day four and when they're in at home. The biggest debate with them as well in terms of captaincy, which I'm sure it is in FPL as well, is Alvarez versus Haaland. Alvarez obviously keeping up with Haaland at the moment, and he's only 7.1 million. He probably will get a price rise this match day too. So the price rises work differently in this game. I'm not sure if you're aware. Where the price rises happen after the deadline, so it's not fluid throughout the week. And it's based on performances from the match day earlier. So as soon as the match day two deadline locked in, anybody who performed really well on match day one got a price rise by just by 0.1. So people who performed well in match day one and two are guaranteed a price rise this time. So Alvarez could potentially go up to 7.2, 7.3, which is still very cheap on this game. Haaland obviously is the safer captain shout. He is back to goal scoring form thanks to the international break. He scored again on the weekend. Um, but I don't think you can look past many more. Obviously, Leipzig against Red Star Belgrade. It's the easiest way to say that team. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, they have a good few shouts in terms of Olm, Donny Olmo being back. Um, and just they've got a really good attacking outlets, um, both in attack and defence. And then I think they're kind of the biggest teams for the captaincy shout. Nice. And uh, unfortunately, Newcastle, not quite main, making that conversation. Uh, but reason to be really enjoying European football this year. And I guess how much do we read into the PSG result, both as a fan, uh, but also for your UCL fantasy selections as well? Yeah, so I still, I unfortunately had Botman in my team. Uh, the only defender not to play and is still injured. Um, uh, Dan Byrne, I guess the good news is that Botman has went up in price based on the Milan match. Dan Byrne went up in price because of the Milan match, but Fabian Shaw didn't. So he's 4.5 and he will be guaranteed a price rise based on his goal and unbelievable performance against Paris Saint-Germain. Dan Byrne will be going up in price again, so he'll probably be 4.7 million. Um but again, how much can you... I guess the thing with the Newcastle defenders, because they're so cheap, is they just have to outscore whoever didn't perform on match day one. Uh, as I keep saying match day one. Tuesday games. So many different terms in terms of FPL. But who didn't perform on the Tuesday. So, for example, if I went for an Arsenal player or an Inter player, Napoli player, and they didn't perform... I would just need my Newcastle player to potentially get four or five points, which they can easily do with ball recoveries, um, especially against Dortmund. So I'm not expecting them to score loads again. Um, I think that was just 
I think that was more so Paris Saint-Germain not doing their homework and not doing due diligence. So, but if you want a defender who's going to guarantee a price rise and just has to outscore your uh, Tuesday game defenders, I think Newcastle are a good shout. But so is uh, a couple of other players, for example, what I mentioned with Leipzig and, and stuff like that. Nice. And in terms of the Newcastle attack, um, is it still too difficult to predict or can we rely on perhaps a Gordon or an Isak or something like that? So I think the biggest thing with this game is that um, Gordon is 5.5, so he's dirty. Um, And then with kind of all the other players as well, they're, they're like 6.5. So there are a whole million more of like Bruno and uh, Tonali. And, well, Tonali's six, but we don't know what's happening with that situation. Joe Linton is 6.5. And both Callum Wilson and Isak are 7.5. So Gordon, having put in loads of player of the match worthy performances, which remember you do get points for in this game as well. Being at home against Dortmund, 5.5, which is normally like defensive midfielder status. I think Gordon is a good shout. We just need to confirm that he's not injured because there might be a rumour of that when he got brought off against Crystal Palace. Yeah, as ever, it's always worth keeping an eye on those press conferences. Uh, and obviously, mentioned Botman as well. The latest we got on him is that he's probably going to be out for a couple of weeks, for example, which Eddie Howe chose not to reveal before the FPL deadline and chose to reveal it afterwards. So cheers, Eddie. Um, we really appreciate that. <laughs> Um, so maybe he might not actually be as forthcoming as we need him to be in those press conferences, but certainly worth uh, keeping an eye. Um, let's move quickly on then to sort of how you're set up for match day three. Although what I've got on the screen at the moment is the season ticker. And the reason I've stuck that on there, uh, fantastic uh, season ticker that um, FPL Reactions has done for us this season for UCL Fantasy, um, is very much to sort of pinpoint where you think your chips are going. Um, and, you know, there will be other people out there who didn't use the limitless chip in match day two. Uh, so looking at the remaining fixtures, of course, you match days three and four are flipped. So you get two matches in a row of... Um, you know, if you've got a good matchup in match day three, you've also got a good matchup in match day four. Um, those are sort of the fixture considerations. What impact is that having on where you're thinking about putting your chips um, in your diary? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So I'm leaning more towards playing the wild card uh, for this match day simply because of I can target. Match day three and four, obviously, you've mentioned that the same. And I think a lot of people are doing that anyways. But also, in terms of match day five, I can potentially start to move some of the players. I have a bit of a head start in moving some of the players to that way. A lot of people looked at the exact same fixtures in match day five. The only difference is, is that the better teams are at home. So Man City are at home. Paris Saint-Germain are at home. Bayern Munich are at home. Arsenal are at home. And based on how the results have been going, I think the only people who are potentially going to definitely qualify by this point are potentially going to be Man City and uh, Par- uh, not Paris Saint-Germain, because they've played awfully against us, uh, Man-, Man City and Bayern Munich. Um, and so they're the only teams I have to really worry about in terms of rotation, but they also play on the Tuesday uh, and Bayern Munich have the early kickoff on the Wednesday, so I think that that's a like I can that's kind of my thinking, and I've still got the limitless held in reserve, so that's kind of what I'm debating at the moment. Um, but leaning towards the wild card, so when you put my team, it is not going to be a minus twenty. <laughs> yes, I've just stuck that on the screen now with that glorious minus 20 up the top uh, with, I make it, I think, seven changes. So, yeah, talk us through, um, you're thinking it, and I do notice, of course, one Anthony Gordon, who you've already spoken about, but yeah, it sticks out, obviously. Um, so many Newcastle fans involved in UCL fantasy coverage this year, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We've kind of came out of nowhere, haven't we? <laughs> uh, but I think kind of... Going on uh, the goalkeepers first of all, so Sommer, um, like I said, he's the early goalkeeper, and I do think he's just the best on that day. Inter are a really good defensive unit, uh, and Blaswich, who are going to be playing uh, Red Star Belgrade two games in a row, and I think that he's also a really good option. You could go for a cheaper goalkeeper on that second day, which they talk about more on the podcast, so definitely give that a listen. Um, the and then I've tr- decided to double up on Inter because I think everybody's going to go Inter. So having just one player is potentially not going to be a massive advantage. Um, you're just going to be covering the same points as everyone else. So I've went Dumfries um, based on what I was saying before, and he's a potential captaincy shout, depending on how brave I feel at the time. Cancelo, Henriks, Savage, and Ake. Ake did not play... Uh, well, he came off the bench... Um, for Man City on the weekend, but I do believe he'll start, and uh, and he's only four point five million, and so I think he's a great shout. Uh, potentially might play at left back. We don't know yet. Uh, Bellingham, of course, he's not going anywhere. Anthony Gordon, Sane, uh, Anthony Gordon, kind of what I said before, five point five. There's not really many better attacking options uh, for that price point. Turam, he scored again on the weekend uh, for 6.5 out of position. I think he's a great player. Um, so triple Inter, which uh, for someone who watched a lot of AC Milan growing up, I think that's quite offensive, but apologies to <laughs> all the AC Milan fans. And Danny Almore coming back, that could be Xavi Simmons. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the triple 
RB Leipzig. But as you can see, I've got one million in the bank that could be upgraded to kind of move Almo around. Uh, but I think Almo is the best player on that team. I remember earlier in the season, he, he single-handedly beat Bayern Munich um, in the cup. So, yeah, that's a, I think he's, it's great that he's back fit just in terms of how good of a player he is and how he benefits that team. Strikers, Harry Kane and Haaland stay in the team. I've taken out Mbappe for Jimenez for Feyenoord. Uh, he's 1% owned at the moment and Lazio, he's playing Lazio at home who aren't playing very good. Uh, he's kind of my differential pick because um, he scored one goal on the weekend. He scored two before that and he scored, he's on penalties. Um, I think he's on a really good goal-scoring form. He scores in most games that Feyenoord play. He was suspended for the first few games of the Champions League because of a red card that he picked up uh, last season in the Europa League, I believe. So he's back at home against Lazio, who are 12th, I think, in Syria. Yeah, yeah I'm quite excited for him. It, watch it not work out, but... I really hope that it does. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, good, it's a good good way to go, certainly. And, um, well, you made a compelling case for me um, as someone who doesn't actually have a team. So, you know, you can you can at least take some solace in that. I mean, in terms of how the um, the team is set up and your decision-making, it's obviously, well, we're recording this on Monday, um, got just over a day, basically, until you've got to settle this. How how settled are you? I mean, you've mentioned a couple of the 50-50s there, but you fairly fairly confident in your wildcard yeah, I just think in terms of if I look at my match day two team again, the players I would definitely want out is Tupermeni um, against Braga. It, normally, Real Madrid defensive midfielders pick up at least five or six points, but I think it's more of a dual, like it's more of a combined effort rather than just being solely anchored on Casemiro now. Um, and so I think rather than the five and six points that a defensive midfielder normally got. It's shared between Kamavinga, Bellingham, Tukumeni. So it's only been three points. So I've won rid of him. Uh, Mbappe is just too much money um, at the moment. And Paris Saint-Germain are not playing great. Against AC Milan, who have kept two clean sheets so far in the Champions League. I, I think that we can't read too much into the league performances because they've picked up loads of red cards. So uh, Teo Hernandez and Minyan, the goalkeeper, were suspended. And then... And then TR is, he got in uh, red carded. So we can't read too much into the league. But when they have the full strength start uh, defence, they're quite solid. And Paris Saint-Germain couldn't, well, they broke down Newcastle once. Great goal. But I don't think they're going to have a lot of room for Mbappe to operate. He doesn't need a lot of room, but he's probably going to only get me one goal, is what I'm thinking. So... That's not enough for 11.5 million when I could, again, go to Jimenez. Um, Saliba as well and Gerson's I probably wouldn't want. So that's it. They're players that I don't want in my team and everyone else is wildcarding. So I think, like, although I don't want everyone else to influence my decisions, I think it needs to do in order for me to have a good rank later on and for that limitless to not put as much pressure on the limitless when I do play it hmm. so that I'm not trying to make up more ground than I need to. Yeah, and then just another, just put the season ticket back on the screen as well. I mean, we've come out of a game week where, or match day, I should say, where lots of the teams you'd want to be invested in had harder fixtures. A lot of those teams now have better fixtures. You now got a run of games where you can have that run twice. Um, if you've got a significant number of players you don't want, 
that's when you wild card, to be honest. Um, so it does make uh, a lot of sense. Well, thank you very much, Aaron, for talking us through uh, your team there. And uh, yeah, if you um, want to see how uh, how Aaron's team looks um, at the um, at the the very passing of the deadline, then of course you can go and find him on social media as well at Aaron Graydon or Aaron underscore Graydon, I should say, uh, on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it uh, these days. I'm sure the platform will have a new name at some point. So yeah, um, go, go and seek him out there uh, if you want some more advice and if you want to see how his team uh, gets on. Now um, we haven't actually looked at anything from the fantasy football scout members area on this particular video um, but if you uh, find that information useful for your FPL team of course don't forget that time is running out to get your 30% off on that so make sure you've uh, signed up uh, for that as well and of course um, one last plug of course for the UCL Fantasy Pod um, which you can find on social media at Fantasy UCL Pod or just on any of the podcast platforms that you uh, access Fantasy Football Community on so make sure you go uh, check them out that's everything I need to add in terms of housekeeping Aaron unless there's anything else you'd like to uh, um, yeah, get in before we finish no, I think um, I think we've covered pretty much a lot. But just that podcast again, obviously, my, the co-host that I've got on my personal podcast with Dan, he got he has a lot better history on it, and he goes into a lot more detail on it, a couple of these points. So definitely give the podcast a listen; it's a massive help. Mm, yeah it's very very good so yeah well, thank you for the additional plug if you you've had two plugs now guys and if you still haven't gone and sort them out then well that's a you problem so yeah <laughs> but with that we shall leave you fine folks to enjoy uh the rest of your planning for match day two uh, and we will see you next time goodbye with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.